Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 61, It Chapter 2. Hello and welcome to another special episode of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster. With me as always is Brother Bishki. We all float down here. And Brother Lucas in the back. Beep, beep, Richie. And tonight we have a very special guest. The esteemed, the incomparable Brother Nathan. Hey, guys. I was going to do it. Hey. You all right? What is this voice? Come down. George, you want to see you want to George? Exactly. That is exactly right. And if you haven't guessed by now from these exquisite interpretations and impressions, today's film is It, Chapter 2. Oh, God, guys. What are we getting into Let's here? Let's hope it floats, too. Two hours and 50 minutes. 50. That's 5-0. Yeah. That's 5 <sighs> back, back. Why yeah. is this movie this long? That's why I've got a bag of donuts in my lap. A ba- early <laughs> hours. Early morning screening. <laughs> Where are we going to start? Where are we going to end here? I mean, it's, the, the it's, book is a huge tome, right? It's uh, an 800 page. I have, I, have, I have tried to get it's to over the, a thousand. I've tried to get to the book on more than one occasion over the course of my life. Yeah, and I can't, I can't, I can't do it. I've never actually gotten past like page 500. I would always have it at school because it always looked cool to be re- looking like you were reading it. Yeah. But I never was. <laughs> yeah. Reading like the first 10 pages. So yep. everybody yep. saw part 1 pretty yeah. recently? Yep. Yeah, we, we, what was we, that screening like? They oh. they were showing it in the Prime Theater mm-hmm. um as a catch up like late one night. Yeah, they've been we playing theaters it. here in LA. Mm-hmm. And I liked it better the second time I saw it. I was kind of I was kind of anti the first time I saw it just because yeah. uh, and this is this is a big one. I just personally do not like the design and the performance and the <laughs> the computer generated animation of Pennywise. Of mm. Finn Wolfhard. Oh, I thought you were saying. Oh my god. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I like all that. I have to oh disagree. I think it's I a new take. I think it's a real fresh looking clown. <laughs> no. Oh my god. I, I, no. You think it's silly? What do you think? Listen, when That's Georgie point, right? encounters Pennywise at the storm drain yeah, the open. The first like, thing, the first to. time you see him, he looks like a Lion King animated character. His eyes are fucking cartoons. That when he's in the darkness. Yes. I like when he's in the, oh, in the dark there. Fuck. I, I think I the first time I'm they the show him, it's I, really strange. That's not the problems I have. There's nothing scary about that. I got problems with strange things. I think his what face. You, what are you doing? I, I no, I'm I'm silently nodding in agreement with you. Really? That yes, yes. I, I felt that the. 
chapter one, the first film, you know, was a two and a half bone, technically solid movie, but like, like the Lion King was a bit hollow and soulless <laughs> or toothless because yeah, it's like, I've, I've seen better images like of this before. And what was, why it was better is because yeah, it was a guy in a sewer. It was practical. Like it was, it was like a real thing and not like what you're saying, this CGI'd, airbrushed, mm. touched up. <laughs> I don't know. When they're, know, when they're in the like, sewer... That's not what just, bothers me. When they're in the sewer it. and Pennywise starts doing his, like, hyper dance that's totally computer-generated. But his head thing. is, like, in a fixed situation. That's so interesting. I thought that was an interesting oh, thing. body? No, I thought it was interesting. Well, no. it, the center frame, like, where his head is, is staying in the center of the frame, but his body is gyroing like that. It was really strange. I thought it gave it a quality. Yeah, it looks like an Instagram filter. I don't know. I don't know. I, anyway, I, I, it's great. that's my problem. What's your problem, Bishki? Uh, some of the little kids... <laughs> You know, I, that's stra- <laughs> that one Stranger Things kid I can't look at. Finn Wolfhard. Finn Wolfhard? I can't look at that kid. See, I he was like a saving grace for me. I'm like, no, uh, he got he got to say all the best lines, like yeah. perfect zinger. It was perfect, perfect Stephen time. King channeling like stupid Stephen King jokes. Yeah, I got Corey I mean, Feldman no, but, off him too. Like I thought it was. I liked him in that though, way. As I think I also felt when the first it came out, uh, chapter one, that I, I was a little fatigued with this the first season of Stranger Things, and even yeah, the fact definitely. that they borrowed one of those actors, yeah. I don't think did them any favors because no. you're bleeding the IP together now and it deludes both of them. You know what well, I don't mean? You think, like, don't you think that just, that's why these are being made right now? Too? Like, it is just like without they came in, doubt. guys, we got Stranger Things here. We what got, one of, we we got one of every color, man. You know, with kids like, riding bikes around. Setting it in the 80s. eight kids yeah. in, in it. You know, so, uh, I mean, I think it's smart. This material is hard to do uh, in one movie. Yeah. So spl- splitting it up, I, d- I didn't know if they always had that plan. It feels like they kind of did, but the success of one just oh, cemented two. Well, the, the first one definitely ends um, on a wait until part two. To me, it's a great, it's a great elevator pitch kind of horror film though. It has a great villain. It has this clown fear that it has a charge every time, guys. There's going to be someone with a clown mask or something. Like it taps into something right now, you know, or always that clown fear is, and to me, that's fun and that's horror, and, and he's an icon that way, regardless of how it's dressed up. Did each you guys time. know this is the like highest grossing yeah. horror film of all time? Shut up. This it is, is very successful. Made seven hundred million dollars because of the clown fear. The clown fear thing is primal. Like it's hard to describe, and yeah. I love that that's then part give of us a, a better clown. genre. Well, he is the he's the one. He's the one based uh, on Gacy or whatever. It's King. Uh, you know, I grew up with like Stephen King paperbacks. My my dad read them all the time. So I like that that charge of the clown thing and and oh anyway that it's a long <clears throat> it's a long book so splitting up is brilliant to the do first the kids super long the two battles with pennywise the clown this inner dimensional <laughs> demon or whatever we're gonna see here in the sequel and we all saw the tim curry one you guys all see that yeah one? yeah Which, long time I've ago got a big fondness for and, it uh, yeah. i think when Which you saw it when you were younger yeah, when you yeah, saw yeah, it, yeah it's dated I'm right there and with clunky and cheap and bad and tim yeah, curry is just but curry owns it Curry just has a head for you know like a head. He, uh, he has a forehead piece, but it's him with that red nose on. I mean, yeah. his performance is in that voice. But I read some crazy. like review I think on the AV Club, uh, and what and they what they commented on, which was so brilliant, is Tim Curry actually is able to sell and pull off being the playful, funny clown one moment, and yeah. then just turning it into this sinister darkness yeah, yeah. the next. Whereas I think. Bill Skarsgård, yeah, yeah, he only plays he it played, heavy. He played all and the boogeymen of our lives. And he's man. like, and he's never Darkness. funny or cute, like as a <laughs> never. Don't you want your boat? 
Oh, Georgia boat, take it, take it. He's like that. Oh man, he's so I, scary. I, and there's gonna. Oh man, I got three more hours of this. I think guy. it's gonna be bloated. I do think well, this the second one's gonna be kind of full of itself. I mean, this is this is the latter story I'm where they're into this, older. Guys. I need to I need to change my outlook because this is gonna this is gonna hurt. It's an A list cast though, man. I mean, it it's is. got McAvoy, Chastain, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. I'm, I'm hanging my hopes on Bill Hader. He Come might on, alone be cool in the yeah, context. Yeah, I think he gets great right. I think we're up for some major visual stuff. I mean, in the in the book and the Tim Curry. There's a big spider, so I can't wait to see this. There's going to be a spider. I think there's going to be a. a, I think it's going to be faithful in certain ways, and there's going to be something at the end here. This creature. Spider never really worked for me, but yeah, (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't work for me either. But but spiders rarely work. I love that big soul balloon thing. It should have been a sewer full of clowns. I think if you don't analyze it too much, the end, you know, the, the souls, all that souls floating thing is a beautiful, like, weird horror visual that gets at the end of the first film. So I think we're going to have big, you know. A list, you know, th- this kind of genre doesn't get this kind of budget every once in a no, while. No, this is seventy so million dollar movie. It's gonna kind of feel like Jesus. a Star Wars prequel, you know? It's kind <laughs> of like seeing, eighteen cooks and like put this in there and are two, we seeing two and a half hours. We're seeing at the Dolby, right? I, seeing the I think we're sound, seeing yeah. Dolby, yeah. Yeah, so Dude, at, I'm least checking the, right now. at least the sound will be goosing us, yeah, keeping us awake. Yeah, I think we're ready. You know, we're ready. Bishki, there's a rumor <laughs> that you might try to tackle the Bavarian legend pretzel at the screening. Is that true, or are you backing off of that? Um, can you guys help me? <laughs> well, yeah, well, I'll give you, give you some help. We'll give you I, some I had some donuts okay. earlier, so I don't know how much help I can <laughs> We'll report back on that. We, we better get it. It and takes we, like 20 minutes. We also, we also might uh, see an, an extra guest floating past Ooh. us that will join us afterwards. Love that. So. See how that goes, guys. We got we got a lot of movie to watch, and we're gonna have to break it down <laughs> hour by hour, hour by hour, chapter by chapter, brick by brick, brick by brick, balloon God by help balloon. Us all. Wish us luck, y'all. Love and light. When when you're down here, you'll float too. <laughs> Podcasters Club is back from Derry, Maine, with tales to tell. And uh, if you can hear by that uh, deliciously feminine wail from the back seat, we've picked up an additional guest, the Lodge Mistress Millie. Hey, hey! She's back for chapter two. Your hair is like blonde. Fire, fire, January embers. (laughs) Before we get into it, before we get into this two hour and 50 minute mega movie, Bishki, what's that Stephen King schnapps? From Rotten Tomatoes, Evil Resurfaces in Dairy as director Andy Muschietti reunites the Losers Club in a return to where it all began 
with It Chapter 2, the conclusion to the highest grossing horror film of all time. Oh, man. Wow, that is really the 27 years after the Losers Club defeated Pennywise, he has returned to terrorize the town of Derry once more. Now, adults, the Losers have long since gone their separate ways. However, kids are disappearing again. So Mike, the only one of the group to remain in their hometown, calls the others home. Damaged by the experiences of their past, they must each conquer their deepest fears to destroy Pennywise once and for all, putting them directly in the path of the clown that has become deadlier than ever. Well, first things first, Bishki, did you order a Bavarian legend pretzel? I did order a 1.5 pound Bavarian legend. I did order, according to what I promised, uh, or what I... For the listeners, you did it. I did it for the listener, and I had a little help from Lucas, and (laughs) I I, I was just like, it's a a three-hour movie. There's no way I'm not going to be able to not finish this in three hours' time. (laughs) Three bites is equal to half a regular pretzel, just FYI. (laughs) You can't... It's a behemoth pretzel. It is obscene, isn't it? Yeah. How big that pretzel is. It's a medium-sized pizza, just for our listeners at home, to give you a sense. (laughs) I was about to pass it down, but then the movie started. I was... My stomach was just extended. It's oh, <laughs> pure gluttony. This is pure gluttony. Okay, so speaking of gluttony and extended, this movie's long. Oh, this movie this is so movie. long. Oh. There's so much they could cut. There's so much. I, I could, I could actually feel my ass fall asleep. Maybe like two hours in, oh, and then it just stay, it just stays asleep, and I kept having to move it. And, like readjust. Oh, you drift, you drift, like you just yeah, sleepy. Sometimes yeah. they're you just float. they're outside. Sometimes it's sunny. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of nice. You know? I know at the end when they came back outside, I was like, oh, it hurts. It's sunny. Again. They all have like full meals together. You know, you're just like, oh, oh look, they go they, oh, go, they go to got. this like empty bed and breakfast. There's like nobody else at the bed and breakfast but them, and it just like kinda... I definitely felt wisps of what it must be like to be Lucas during a very sleepy movie. Yeah. Because yeah. I yeah. was... Welcome to my world. It, it, it Even was, with the sound cues. It had a stranglehold. There was a, lo- there, a stranglehold. There was a lot of great sound cues and the speakers in the Dolby Atmos yeah. were... This theater's mm, top like, like, the best. Like, chef's kiss. But, but, but even then, yeah, like, at two hours or three hours... You you you're sink. You're, you're in quicksand. There's like, an you're, extra you're, hour. You're yeah. There's an drowning. extra hour. You're drowning. For sure. Bavarian knocked me out by the third hour. <laughs> Were you out? Were you asleep? I, I was in and out. <laughs> the, the final hour, I was the very uh, legendary coma. I was in and out. Uh, uh, Hodge Mistress, think, was I, mean, I snoring at all? No, I didn't even know that you were asleep. I was out a little bit. <laughs> in and out. In I, and out. I was awake the whole time except for when I left. I drift. Oh, I started a drift maybe midway through, but I shook myself awake for the That's duration. Good. Now, yeah. Lucas, you were very professional. Before we went in, you were like, "Listen, it was just you weren't showing, you weren't showboating in front of these <laughs> others." You took me aside and you're like. I really want lunch, but I'm going to wait till after because <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be professional. And I'm like, you know yeah, what? That, that really shows some maturity, man. And I'm really proud of well, you. Thank you, because, yeah, I knew, yeah, any more bites of the Bavarian legend, and I would have been... I would have <laughs> the legend will pass, put you under. Pass out It'll too, put yeah. you right under. The Bishki, yeah. is, Bishki is hurting right now. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think what's fatiguing, about the first movie, too, when I watched the first yes. one again, what's fatiguing is all of the encounters that each one yes. of these yes, people correct. have with Pennywise. Yes. And he doesn't get him. 
You know, right. so yeah. it's like you know there's no payoff. You know he's not, and yeah. and then so you you watch like two and then three. And you're like, oh, how many kids are there? You yeah. Start <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, 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 and they do, and they even got they, they even got pre, the one that they pre-trimmed this crew. They, they, even Stanley got they one, one, and he wasn't even there. Part. You know, yeah. And that just gets so it's a lot of characters. It gets so soggy. You're just like, oh, okay, 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 okay. And at the end, they better get this guy. But sometimes you just sometimes they nick him in the head, and he turns to Ash. You know, end game Ash. And then and then you're like, that's not. He's not dead, man. He's not yeah. fucking dead. He was a he was a baby fortune cookie in this thing, you know, like yeah. well, which it, is in the run for the salad dragon, but maybe not. There's a, there's a lot of salad dragon uh, contenders, but here. but the problem I feel, and this feels a lot to me like the haunting of Hill House, the Netflix series. Mm-hmm. This is a mini series. This just should live as a mini series. Yeah, that's like, what I was thinking I too. It's too much to yeah. take in in it a theater. Is. It's way too. It's too much story. It's too much. It's you're pushing it. You're pushing us too far. Yeah. Like you said, Nathan. It's like it's very episodic. They're like, okay, we all have to split up and find a totem from our past oh, to bring that, to that, original. That, that was when. That was when they, I was like, it was like retread. It was a retread. I turned like, slowly uh, to the lodge mistress and I'm like. Oh, we're gonna be totem hunting for the next hour and a half, and that's exactly what it is. It's just, it's like Nightmare on Elm Street vignettes, definitely, but without the structure of the dream. So you just feel like you're drifting through. I was lost from start to finish. Like, like you have no idea where you, where like the mile markers are, anything. or where you what, are what in matters? the movie, mm-hmm. and it's hard to stay yeah. invested when you don't know what the rules are too. Exactly. I mean, like I, I know, you I know never the book know what and, the rules and the miniseries are here. like accordingly. And I, but I saw the first film, uh, chapter one, like once when it came out, and I haven't revisited it lately. But when I was watching this, I was thinking like, fuck me, Stephen King either has like so many convoluted rules that I don't know about or what like the, the, filma- or the filmmakers aren't dramatizing them visually to like bullshit to help this. explain it because I yeah, I have no fucking There's idea what's Native happening Native American mythology dude that was when I checked little, out too when he, like, when he shows that pouch like, yeah when, when he oh, microdoses him and he like, doesn't tell him I was that like oh, the peyote man. yeah okay, those trick sequences if this was in King's book like Let's, yes, yeah. Let's and try and to and nail down what the rules are. Well, so, the main rule go right ahead. is if you're not afraid, then old Pennywise can't get you. So that's why kids are kids are the target. But right, they, but so they if have they, less fear or they have more, more fear. More fear, allegedly, but then less why then what I don't understand is then why if you're an adult and you already learned this when you were a kid, I know they forgot a bunch of shit, but still, right. like, why? Why then is it even interesting for us if we already know that main thing, and then all they are is just scared all the time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so so stakes none, right? And yeah. that's the problem. That's why you're floating through Cause, it. Because you know what's interesting? Well, I don't, I don't know if this was the, too, the book or the miniseries right. invention. That's why that's there. That but wasn't the reason Bill in the miniseries he goes down because Audra, his girlfriend, gets kidnapped? by it or like she gets sucked into it Olivia so, Hussey in yeah the, in so there were there were stakes the, there there was like some one. kind of level like where if they didn't believe it or not it didn't matter it was like we have to go back and get his fucking fiance out of the tunnels <laughs> there was whatever a, there was a pawn yeah, but but yeah here jeopardy. you're right there are really there are no stakes and and yeah it's like they're and that's adults why, and that's it's like why what do they have to be feel so... the length because you're like what am I doing what am I doing here because oh, yeah. it would have been interesting <laughs> to just turn the book into one standalone feature film 
and cut down all and, the shit. And yeah, cut out all the shit and just like you make it about the kids fighting a clown because that's what's compelling. Kids fight clowns. Um, yeah. You know what? Because it's the con- it's the contrast of it. All those kids and yes. their personalities with that killer clown and the kids darkness. are supposed to like clowns. Like, yeah. We don't have that quite now. Everyone's just kind of scumbags. Like they're all dirty <laughs> and shit. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. all kind of like morally ambiguous. I mean, they're all you know they're not really engaging as people. No. None of them together. Like right. you have that one scene and in, in a better the, cast too. in Who the, the Chinese restaurant. Bill or not Bill. Uh, uh, ben. Ben. Yeah. Like, yeah he's who like, was that he's, guy? He's an it's like, out of all the actors, like you I have that no guy? problem with the cast. I he think looked, the cast. Yeah, like, like what's the cast supposed to do in this? I have a problem with the storytelling and the enormity of the runtime <laughs> and the heavy CG. The storytelling. There's oh, heavy. heavy there's heavy CG that doesn't look as real as the alligators and crawl. Like I'm sorry. Like it just looks way it wasn't too enough, shiny. It wasn't glossy. enough Pennywise for me in this either. Like the first, I think chapter one. There's a lot of Pennywise, and some of those scenes. Some of those scenes are really kinetic. Like he comes out of the movie. I mean, they're they're really engaged the whole group. Right. So this one, he's few and far between. Up to the ending where that's like ridiculous, fucking ridiculous. And the dead, the deadlights thing, you know, that deadlights thing sounds when you read it in the book, it's kind of scary. Like you see its deadlights, like your imagination goes wild. Right. But to see three balls like, like headlights like that <laughs> down down a big sarlacc pit, that's yeah. really the, the only thing they could do. But it sucks. Yeah, it's not scary. I think well, other than Bill Hader getting possessed there for a second, that was kind of a wild that scene was at the cool. end. When he just stops dad and I, there's 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 but you never few, know how much power a, Pennywise has. There's a like, few temple moments where I'm just like, you have my attention, and let's just lay that salad dragon nest out. I summon the salad dragon. The salad dragon. A scene in a movie that is so bizarre, baffling, or transcendent that it instantly justifies the price of admission. Or Reese Witherspoon's leafy transformation in A Wrinkle in Time. <laughs> I think the first contender is the Chinese restaurant. Yes. <laughs> the baby fortune yes. cookie like bug. What, like, what was going on there? They they got fortune cookies the at book. the end of their meal. The it's in the book? Yeah, like this fortune cookie possession thing. Uh, an insect a crawl, cracks a fortune cookie and crawls out, and it's got a, ba- a crying baby's head on it. And then all manner of other, like... <laughs> Creeps Bats. and ghouls squirm out of Eyeball. the Halloween Eyeball. headquarters. <laughs> yeah. I missed the section. I thought it played better in the miniseries because, again, just in terms of timing, it just seemed more crazy and, and a real yeah, reaction. Absolutely. Whereas in this, it was so drawn out. Yeah. Like drawn out. Everything like, like was it so pla- drawn It overplayed. Out. Yeah. And then by the time the scene ended, it was like, all right. Like, it was it was literally just to put on a scare show and then move on. Well, like, McAvoy coming back but, and buying his bike. But my favorite but my favorite beat oh, was right man. after that where they, they they're leaving the restaurant and this kid is like hey you're Richie Tozer and he's like yeah man you recognize me and he's like fun's just beginning right it's like this like, cute little moppet but then when he gives them this like little smirk he kind of looks sinister or like evil and he's like what'd you say and he's like I said the fun's just begun or something and he's like I'm not fucking afraid of you and it's like just a real kid like in the town and I thought that was a great moment I was Bill laughing, was the best I was laughing pretty hard yeah I laughed hard there salad dragon candidate <laughs> the second 
is when one of the Losers Club, uh, Mike, who d- is basically not really a character, he's just kind of a shaman. And I wish it was a better actor. Like it's Mike, just... Mike is such a soulful character in the book too, and to have it, that guy, he was just kind of like they reduced him. Come to on very back, little. yeah, yeah. And he's, but, a, he's he's one note. But the scene is he's showing McAvoy the ritual of the chewed. <laughs> After he's blindly mi- microdosed him without his permission, he microdosed him with a Native oh, American root. Could you imagine if that someone from your cool past called you back around. home and was like, "Hey, Matt, like, come back to Minnesota," and you come back into town, and they're like, "You want something to drink?" And you're like, "Sure." And then they just dose you. you and it's tell like, me that so listen, an... I'm gonna show I'm gonna show you something, but you gotta just trust me, man. It's like I'm gonna tell you something, and it's like, wait a minute. You know, like, Minnesota needs some excitement sometimes, so I'm fine with that. But in this in this movie. He goes on to say, I'm going to show you how it all began. And he does it through Native American mythology. Hashtag problematic. That shit was a little clunky. Oh, clunky. And, and, and like, oh. that's something you leave in the but book the or you change. But the scene was incredible. Like, yeah. Taking it's all him through, done so well. That's taking the crazy him through thing. the hallucinatory vision. Like... This is an expensive movie. Yeah. You, can, you can tell. Mm-hmm. Like Pennywise is CGI whenever he can be. Like whenever he's twenty feet tall. Uh, yeah, I don't think he was really on set. The Paul Bunyan scene <laughs> yes. must have cost a pretty penny, and it had no real point. That could have been doing anything. No. Easily cut. He yeah. didn't even get his token from Paul Bunyan. No. I mean, <laughs> there's a there's that's another scene. Uh, which has just been mentioned, where there's a giant Paul Bunyan statue. Speaking of Minnesota, who comes alive. <laughs> And just starts terrorizing Finn Wolfhard. With about 20 extras in the background. Doing nothing. Dancing and swaying. (laughs) But, I I mean, that was an expensive scene. So expensive. This movie's got money to burn. Burn money, yeah. You think it's a pressure to include things that are in the book? I mean, like, why? I'm sure. More for the money stuff? Is that what we're getting from Well, and they're like, they know, I guess they know It Chapter 1's the biggest horror movie of all time. So they're like... We gotta throw in some they thought, the they clown thought, thing. They thought they were getting end game of horror movies here. They oh, like, it, this it is gonna like make a billion dollars. I don't think. What it do will, you but. think? Like, so many people this weekend are going to a three-hour clusterfuck, <laughs> and they're just waltzing right people in. People are gonna come out like, "Oh, I love it." it, it that was what was oh, interesting. Was like, I was watching it, and I, and I was thinking, and our audience was sold out. And I was thinking, "Gosh, yeah," because Millie's kind of in awe that like the first film almost grossed a billion. And I thought, like, well, maybe the first one was successful because in 2015 there was that Florida clown outbreak, and then yeah. Stranger Things happened, yeah. and it was yeah. in the zeitgeist, and it was in this moment, and we all kind of yeah. came together. Yeah, but, but what about but, now? But yeah. now? But now, watching this, the people sitting next to me, which were much younger, like, I think in high school or, or like, maybe early 20s, like, they were, like, openly guffawing and laughing really? at certain dra- dramatic scenes, and, like, when they were chanting and things, like, they were just laughing at it. And I was thinking, like... Man, it kind of feels like we're all sitting here together looking around at each other like, how the fuck did we get here? And I like, don't really what, know who like, this movie's like, for. Like, what are we watching right now because like, of, like, the crazy images? And there are crazy images, right? So it's like, wow, this is But it also crazy. begins with, like, a brutal hate crime. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Like, yeah. how, that does, was, that, that was how sour. does that set the tone that for this? That was ugly. Really? That was really and ugly. indeterminate age. It's, were they kids? Yeah. They were, like, were they adults? Yeah. I, uh, Weird. I couldn't. It was a bummer. I it was couldn't a fathom way bummer. that that's the way you'd open your book. Like, yeah, that was from King's book too. I remember reading that part in the book, but I was thinking like, damn, this is your cold open, and then they had this crazy title effect, and it was like, uh, I don't know <laughs> yeah, about like this. Yeah, Gasper Noe, Nicholas yeah, Wang reference. Yeah, and I wasn't yeah. really sitting right with me because yeah, I was like, that's fucking 
dark as it's, fuck. Even the girl under the bleachers, I was like, yeah. damn. The movie is just all over the place. It's all over the place. That's why I'm like, at least whack it up into miniseries episodes. So each totem collected is an episode. We learn more about one yeah. of the characters. I don't know. Like, yeah. There are better ways to do it than cram it into a two hour and 50 minute behemoth. Right. That we just had to wade through like so much gray water. No, nobody's having. It's not. It's not any fun at all. Like it really isn't any fun. I the thought the movie I thought felt the, a little thought, more like I, adventure. I thought yeah. the movie was ending, and I looked at my watch. No. And I was like, wait a second. I think we have another hour left. And I looked at my watch again just to make sure, and I was like, yep. Like, and I, yeah, I leaned Lucas, over. To, Lucas told me. <laughs> yeah. And that was when I kind of gave into the Bavarian. You ate more than you dare. You close your eyes. It went subterranean. You turned and, and, yep. and I was yep. just like. I just like I think I know what's gonna happen. I told Millie too. I was like, we have another hour. And I know. She just I was like, like, we have another hour. It's like of this. she saw the deadlights and her eyes rolled back, and I'm just like, yeah. I reclined my. I see. I was smart because I didn't recline my seat for like the first That's hour. The key. That's so your like key. I slowly <laughs> reclined it over the course of the movie. So that was like. Wow. I was sitting straight up by the end. Yeah. Because you have to understand. The final hour of this movie is in the sewer. Uh, yeah. And it is dark and it is wet. And there's like a strobe light at one point. And you just <laughs> drift, you drift yeah. into yeah. sweet clutches of sleep. And yeah. you're like, they they did this exact same thing before. Same exact they, we're in the same room. They, we're doing in the, the same, same deal. place. Except I guess they found a new tunnel now. They and found it was one like, new tunnel. But like, don't you think that just visually that should have been like Change another color? Yes. Like something. Because it was like literally you felt like you were in the same place. Or mm-hmm. like the Native Americans point you to a new location. Oh, yes, yeah. Like, no, we thought it was in the sewer, but it's actually somewhere in a lumber yard. I thought it was going to yeah. be at the circus. Like I thought yeah, there was. Great, the I thought uh, you know going better. through the mirrors and then there's another room that goes into this. Yeah, you know, some right other subterranean thing. They, cool. the you know what's un- unforgivable is that thing that thing homage, where with the head oh, of that boy yeah, becoming yeah. a spider and, and him saying like, what the fuck what you the gotta, you gotta fuck? be fucking kidding me yeah or you gotta be fucking that's kidding right, me that's right that's right I caught that and there's 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 a few like that the shining reference and all this mm-hmm. bullshit like those those you can't do you can't do that anymore. Yeah. Like, oh. that spider thing could have got cut easily as well. They did it. There's couple, a lot of spiders. couple cameos. Peter yeah. Bogdanovich is in this yeah, film. Yeah, Bogdanovich. You guys see Bogdanovich? Extended. Not only is Peter <laughs> Bogdanovich, one. but uh, Louise Stratton was the uh, actress's assistant. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Oh, nice. Oh. Well, Bogdanovich literally booms down on he gets, the crane. He gets a scene. He has a great like little a scene. moment. Yeah, that like, he's, he's got gravitas, man. It's bigger. And and he'll live forever. working at the secondhand shop, the man responsible oh, for the whole man. shebang. I, will, I perked up at that part. Stephen King. Yeah. I saw the back of his head and I'm like, there he is. That's him. Yeah, yeah I, gra- I grabbed Bishki's arm when I heard his voice. <laughs> so yeah, he, must, like, <laughs> he must approve of this movie. I don't know. Let's see how I he mean, comes he out with tomorrow. He knows what he approves of. No, he loves it. Did he like the first movie? Has he come out and said he liked it? I'm sure. He has so much problems. I'm sure he's just happy to be there. Yeah. He was doing his ass and blessing. God bless that soul. Well, as you can tell, we're not really going through this plot with a fine-tooth comb because we'd be here all day, and it wouldn't amount to much. It's literally just kind of a scare ride of everybody's got their memories, everybody's got their secrets, got to have their secrets exposed, totems collected. (laughs) Gonna kill Pennywise again, just like we did in the last one. We used a lot of footage from part one. 
So and a de-aged Finn Wolfhard, who they made look younger, I think. <laughs> well, the cross-cutting really slows it down too. To go back into the hole, and they really they're really just hanging out together. There's no yeah. nothing that furthers the future plot. You know, it's like. Yeah. 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 Uh, those yeah. those kids are great though. Like right, the young Bev, the young Bev is great. I mean, yeah. they're they're luminous. Like all of them together, I think that's why that first one has more. Yeah. Has more of a spark, and yeah. I think that's what the book it. You know, it's about child murders, and it's about this team that comes together, right? And then yeah, like like yes. nobody likes. But these old like fangled and. Uh, nobody yeah. likes part two of the miniseries more than part one. Yeah, and it's correct. The same as correct. this. It's yeah. like. We care about the kids going on a Goonies again, adventure. Again, it's that yeah. contrast. Yeah, it's that's more that, fucked up. It is. It's a much bigger, yeah, more bigger stakes. It's just way more, yeah, interesting. Absolutely. And in part one, you had the nostalgia factor with the '80s stuff, which well, is that, '50s that, stuff that, in the exactly. book. That too, yeah. Well, in exactly. this one, but there's no, yeah, backwash. There's a very, very uh, conspicuous boom up at the end where they go past a marquee and it's Nightmare on Elm Street 5. Which is the was, 90s, right? He's referencing like 990 like or 89 or 90. Yeah. And it's the Dream Child, which mm. I'm like, am I to glean something from the Dream Child? Did they all get each other pregnant somehow? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, what, what was I, that? The, the adult chemistry is rough, too. Like, I think, <laughs> Ma- is McAvoy and Chastain, are they the same age? Like, I can't put them in the same world as a couple, in my mind. But that those dynamics just weren't working I at all. I also had like, an issue with them ending on the on Stanley's suicide note. as like a po- as a positive That or must something. be in the book. I thought when he was that like, hey, check book. your mail, it was going to be like yes. a wedding invitation for Ben and Bev getting married and it was going to end on like a positive note and instead it's like his suicide note and yeah. it was somehow whimsical or wistful or something but I was just like this is not right because like, he knew he was a scaredy cat yeah. that's, I can't condone this like, but that's also a, I think a product of not setting that up properly right. because I'm sure oh, it was yeah, set up clunky. in the book as like he killed himself. We we he killed himself. We drove him to it, and then there's like oh the relief of, you mm-hmm. know, it was my choice to help save you. This is my heroic move. But they didn't they I didn't think, set it up. I think we're at the point with this where you either have to pare the book way down or yeah. Yeah. do the whole thing. You if have you to go half, basically if you, you go halfway with the with the book. You basically take the concept of this this haunted town, this killer clown kids have to stop it Every period like years. that's the movie yes. that's the second like one, anything yeah. else is just a different like yeah version of that movie and not just as because good. it's written down yeah. doesn't mean you have to make it right right I, they could have telegraphed the end a bit more like we're gonna fight him here and th- and then throughout the movie as they're coming together instead of getting totems like they piece together the plan about how they're gonna get him like it, yeah. ju- it needs to be simple it can't have all these freaking oh, options by way like we don't care that one like there's like 45 minutes of them just being being like we're gonna get out of here. Let's get out of here. Like for at least You're an right. hour. Like right. we're we're going. We're gone. Like right. I'm I'm on my way. And it's like God damn. Can we just get to the part where we're already over this? And I think like, I think the inclusion staying. of all the comedy too. It, it just ruins the tone. Like there's more comedy in this one than the I first laughed one. more in this movie first than I was. I, I, I laughed more than I was scared in this movie. Like hands down. Definitely some one liners that like really stuck. Yeah, <laughs> I think Bill, Bill, Hader, Bill Hader owns it. Bill like, Hader yeah, steals every scene. Alone Bill in. Hader is is good casting I think for that adult role, but he's he's adrift there. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's swirling around him, you know. Well, I can sense that we're all going to give uh four bone flawless reviews, <laughs> so let's go to them clown <laughs> bones. The legend himself. The Bavarian legend, Brother Bischke, what do you got? What do you got cooking over there? 
Bavarian uh, Aster. I'm still full. Oh. You <laughs> uh, will be for like 36 hours. Yes. Yeah. Expect it. I don't need no lunch. Um, <laughs> I got an asterisk because I slept. Oh. How shit. much did you sleep? Uh, the hour, the last hour. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. Me Damn, too. Yeah. dude. Um, and uh, yeah, I had more fun at the first one. Chapter one, rather. Um, <laughs> I... You know, I think the the this was kind of a retread. You know, a lot of uh, yes. going back to the same locales, yes, and a lot of the same kind of scares. And I, I, I even though I had some problems that with that one Stranger Thing things kid, I, I did enjoy the kids more than than the, their adult versions. Sure, oh, just yeah. um, you had it so good in chapter one. You I didn't had even it so know good, it. I didn't even know it. <laughs> but this this one, I'm going to have to throw a bone. One bone. Um, one wow. single bone. Wow. That's an asterisk bone because maybe it did perk up in that final third. But uh, that's that's all I can that's all I can muster. Okay. Conserve your energy, sir. Brother Nathan, mm-hmm. what do you got going mm-hmm. on? Ultimately, it comes down to this movie that I want it to be one thing. Right. And, and, it, and it's a lot more jump scares and this quick horror that's out now. And, and and it just runs parallel to me where I just don't want to like it. I think I think this director has a lot of talent visually. I, yeah. I think he really knows where to put the camera. That's that's often surprising and and uh, but but that's what it is. It's like a showpiece of one scene after another. How he stages real scary, spooky like tales. You know, it feels like an anthology and it shouldn't. It's just it this does. big. It's this big garbage bag full of anthology <laughs> horror, right? The spooky girl in the painting is. I had a problem with that in the first movie too. Like all these with little. The flute? And they're all kind of similar, too. I mean, I, I, the Pennywise thing, the clown thing is what keeps this franchise interesting for me. I think to see it done in this big stage, it's really there's some really great set pieces in both of the films. I prefer the first one, but I'm giving it I'm giving it two bones. Mm-hmm. Again, I can't give it more than that. Nope. I can't. I can't. I wouldn't even. I, I would just say watch the first movie. Uh, you know, I, I would definitely recommend the first movie. I think yeah. I'm three bones on the first movie just because wow. the visual splendor of it. And I think I think it was successful for what it was trying to do. This okay. one just bloated, bloated little epic. Two bones. Two bones. Lodge Mistress Millie, what do you got going okay. on? Well, Uh-oh. I'm a fan of the first one because it, the characters had more at stake. They were these little kids. We could root for them. We saw that they had all these, you know, things at home that were going on. These guys were all coming from being like a major architect, and they had very little problems, it seemed like, <laughs> at home. I mean, Bev did. Bev, Bev did. But yeah, other Bev. than that, they were living the good life. You know what I mean? I also so like, like how Eddie's mom from the first one now oh, yeah. plays his wife. That was brilliant. Brilliant. I we saw that immediately. That was great. <laughs> but um but yeah, and I just feel like the thing that is most interesting all happened in the first film and this is just completely Stephen King loving the theme of looking back on his childhood Mm -hmm. and so if you're going to split the two films up just do one film don't ever bring the adults back because there's nothing they're not really fighting for anything like the relationships aren't clear like I I just that all being said though I do love I do love a camaraderie tale I love a camaraderie tale I love it when they you know they killed off a couple people which was good so I in this genre of horror where it usually is super bleak this wasn't so I'm gonna say you know my initial impulse was two and a half okay two and a half okay Great. I mean, it's, it's there. If you're breaching three, we're going to have words. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to get. Brother Lucas? Yeah, I'm going to kind of 
<laughs> go off what uh, the lodge mistress said and uh you know yeah it's it's a technically solid well-made movie and and yeah it's like two bones for 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 most people i would think but because of like yeah the fortune cookie you know bill Hader uh screaming at the kid scene and and the Stephen King selling the bike to <laughs> James McAvoy. Oh, and like, man. you can afford it. You're a fancy author. You know, I was like, I got to give it a half bone more. Wow. So it's, it's two and a half. Like, it's definitely nice. two, two and a half bones. With your butt asleep and everything. Yeah. Wow. But, yeah, I was sitting there thinking, like, if someone approached me as a director and was like, hey, we want to make it into a movie. What's your take? It's just make it one movie under three hours and make it scary. Like, that's it. Yeah. Like, that's it. And I'm sorry if that means we have to cut out cut characters or cast members, whatever. Let's just figure it out. But, like, let's make – those are the parameters. Let's build something around that and, and you know, make it fun and, like, yeah, make it sing. Two and a half. Did not expect that from you, sir. Proud of you. Proud of you all around today. Um, I, do, I do feel like this director is very talented, and I feel like this movie, like – the budget's huge, and you see it mm-hmm. on screen. Oh man, everywhere! Like you see it, massive. But the problem is, you're not thinking about the meat and potatoes of, like you said, your goal. Is your goal to be scary? Then don't think about how big something can be or how wild something can look. Think first about how to manufacture the scare so that it like hits you. Not just on a visual level or on a Dolby Atmos subwoofer level, but like hits you in the scare bone. I got none of that. I was not scared for a split second in this movie. I was laughing a lot. It's just not. It's not. And I was. I was like, I was soothed in the way that you can be soothed when you're watching something that's super slick. And designed to like just like, like massage species, your eyeballs, like species. Because there's a great, there's a lot <laughs> of great visual flair to this, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not denying that in the least. But what is it all in service of? Like, what are you left with? What are we left with today from this? Mm. I just spent a long, confusing time in Maine. That's what I feel like. Yeah. Frustrating, confusing, gross. Where I'm supposed to cheer on my friend's suicide? He, like, <laughs> sent me a note saying I'm hoping it works out? He's like, it's okay, Very Stanley. Bizarre. Like, I don't it's know. It's okay, Stanley. Uh, I, like, I think the ending was supposed to, yeah, the ending you, was supposed you know, to be heartwarming. And on a wedding invitation with Ben and Bev? I don't get that. I'm not heartwarmed. <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm just kind of vaguely impressed by the craftsmanship. So... Yeah. Two bones. Two bones. I gotta give it two. Chapter two bones. Two. I mean, do you think they're done? Utah, give me two. You think they're done? I can. can Yeah, yeah. They can't make. They can't make this into anything more, right? Scary elderly people, (laughs) twenty-seven years later. Yeah. Can you imagine it? Michael Douglas. No. Jumping to chapter three. Their scars come back. They'll do a prequel. They'll do a prequel with Skarsgård. There you go. They will do a prequel. Pennywise Origins. That's fine. Because the old lady. Remember, they set it up with the old lady. That stuff makes no sense. Well, we'll see how much it makes. Is is it her father? Netflix or HBO will do it. Her father is spinning off into a streaming thing. Oh my god. No, no, yeah. Warner Brothers has their their platform dropping. The Comcast, they've got their thing launching next year. I just want to follow Bogdanovich's character in the offshoot. Bogdanovich versus Pennywise. Back to one, please. He'll choke him out with a with an ascot. Um, that's it, chapter two, guys. That's Yay. it. That's it. 
We floated. We That's f- it. <laughs> floated so hard. We got floated. Man, we were floating the around. The Bavarian legend floats within Brother Bishke. Oh, dude. it's like intergalactic. Oh. <laughs> did you finish it? I did. I, I get told a free you, t-shirt no, it if you finished him. Maybe once a year, right? This is a yeah. once yeah, a year yeah, treat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the end, it's finishing him. <laughs> yeah. There were times where I was just looking at it and sighing. And <laughs> Blood, yeah. like it's insulting oh, you. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good. Well, thanks for uh, lending a huge chunk of your Saturday, Brother yeah. Nathan and Mr. No. Smilly. Yeah, thank yeah, you. This we was, really uh, appreciate this homework, it. homework, man. It's a chore. We needed you guys this to yard go work. through this. <laughs> yep. To wade through the gray water with us. And uh, we got a lot of good movies coming up. We got some great stuff coming up. You're you're gonna want to stay tuned and tell a friend. Go on iTunes and give us five stars with a review. I don't care what you say. Just make it five stars and then uh, talk yeah. about whatever you want. And if you think iTunes is clunky, we're also on Spotify. <laughs> excellent, excellent. We well Spotify. All right, Bishki's powering down. We're gonna power down too. Love and light. Love and light. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Hi, uh, this is Seth Anderson. I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller, actual brother of Brother Nathan. I've been a big fan. Anyway, I want to talk about It Chapter 2. I'm a long-time reader of Stephen King. I, as a matter of fact, I have just started to reread Stephen King chronologically, uh, and I've been doing that for the last four or five years. And I skipped forward to It about three years ago. And the thing about It and the thing about Stephen King at that period is that he, as he has explained in On Writing, which is a side note I recommend for aspiring writers. I know in writing, he explained that he writes the first draft, so he goes for about three months, then he comes back, and he does his second draft. And what you're always reading with Stephen King, more or less, the second draft, or a third draft, polish if you're lucky. And I think since he has been best-selling author, that's the way it's been with him. So you're reading exploratory books. challenge for a filmmaker, then, is to adapt that into something coherent. And it's a very tough challenge. I think Hubert really worked on it. It's what we think of as one of the best adaptations of Stephen King. But it is a thousand pages, it's 1,100 pages, and there's no real third act, there's no ending. The ending is impossible. It is very problematic. So what do you do? You try to find a plot out of it, and it, chapter two, just could not do that with seven characters. First thing you do is you strip it down to five characters. Do you remember every character in that movie? They define themselves by caricatures, which is the worst thing you can say about Stephen King. He does do that with characters, but here it's just almost impossible to remember who you're following. I thought the first one was better, and I thought it was more coherent. I thought there's a visual flair. There are good sequences in here, but uh, I really got to say at the end, I do not like the retrieval of suicide as some kind of heroic act, and I think that that is the great sin at the end. Spoiler of uh, It's Chapter 2. I think that... Killed himself because he's afraid of the fucking clown. Okay, that's enough. All right, and they have they were down one guy, and that made it a tougher challenge. It's great. There's a challenge there. Play with it. Not so good. Two bones. That's my first review. See you with Terminator, guys. And thank you. I think it's a real fresh looking clown.